I don't understand. It does it, it it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. Like this organization doesn't use their top weapons right. They completely allow another team to dictate the pace of the game and everything involved in the game. And I just, I don't know what else to say. I really don't. What's going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome on into Philly Take with RB, presented by BetQL. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit congested right now, so I don't, I don't even feel like yelling. Like, I figured we were going to lose this game. Actually, I knew we were going to lose this game. Of course, it had to be. Like I said last week, uh, every Eagles game has to come down to some kind of last couple minutes or, or you know, a comeback in the works, and then we screw it up. Um, I, I just, I don't know, man. I've had enough. I've had enough. It is time to fire Nick Sirianni. Now, everybody in the chat is probably saying, oh, well, it's an, it's an overreaction. No, it's not. I've seen enough. From this guy. I've seen enough from Nick Sirianni. Now, a lot of people are going to overlook the fact that Miles Sanders finished this game with what do you have? Nine carries? Nine carries for 56 yards. Let's be real. He had one carry in the first half. You finally give this guy the ball, which I've been saying since last freaking year. And this guy goes. Right down the field. He marches down the field. That's just one element of this game. But the fact that we neglect one of our best weapons on offense consistently week in and week out is just awful. Jalen Hurts is the same guy that I've been preaching every single week. He has a couple stretches where he looks good, and then for the rest of the game, he's just bad. He overthrows, underthrows, out of bounds, wide open down the field. Our two touchdown drives... We're pretty much led by Jalen Rager not catching the ball, 
He stinks as well, but mostly just pass interferences. The Bucks had over 100, pa- uh, 100 penalty yards, and most was on pass interference. I'm just not that sold on Jalen Hurts. But then again, can we? I, I don't even know if we can assess this guy anymore this year because Nick Sirianni is so bad at calling a football game. He, I mean, this is this is to another level. This is worse than I saw from Doug Peterson. This is 10 times worse than Doug Peterson. Jonathan Gannon on the defensive side of the ball is trash. I know we, they made some adjustments. I know we made some big plays. Let's also be honest. Brady made some bad throws near the end. Brady completely torched this all game. Brady had uh, almost 300 yards, 34 for 42. You know why he didn't have over 300 yards? Because he paced himself down. That's all they did. They took what we gave them, and what we gave them was the entire field. Because Jonathan Gannon, let's call it how it is, plays a soft defense. We got rid of Jim Schwartz who wouldn't blitz, and now we blitz less than every other team in the NFL. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? So you got Nick Sirianni, who wants to pander to the entire fan base, comes out in a Dr. J sleeveless hoodie and does absolutely nothing for three quarters again. Absolutely putrid play calling. And we finally start to build up momentum. Why? Because we run the damn football for once. And what does he do? He breaks the momentum with screen play, another screen play. Like, why? Why do you keep calling these terrible screens with no blocking that kill our drives? It's crazy because with adequate coaching, we may be able to win this game. The Buccaneers started to play terrible in the second half. They gave us the ball back at midfield. We come down the field because of Miles Sanders. We score a touchdown. By the way, it's first and goal at the one-yard line. What do we do? Do we run the ball? No. No. Quarterback sneak? No. We're not good enough for that, right? We're not smart enough. We try to throw the ball. Luckily, a holding penalty in the end zone. We end up scoring. And then what do we do? I don't care what anybody says, okay? You're down a touchdown. You're down seven, and you go for the two. I'm sorry. You're down eight. You go for the two-point conversion like an idiot. We are so lucky that Jalen Hurts got that ball to, who was it, Quez Watkins? Who the hell goes for a two-point conversion when you're down seven? I'm sorry, eight. You're supposed to make it a seven. Like, what? If that didn't work, (laughs) that was completely idiotic. Completely idiotic. And then we have one more chance. We finally make it a game. And what do we do? Freaking Gennard Avery gets a taunting penalty. And yeah, it, it was a terrible call. The officiating was bad all night. Obviously, even though we were at the link, Tom Brady gets every single call in the NFL. I guess it's just how it is. Except for the Super Bowl. Everybody favors Tom Brady. Doesn't matter who it is. And the rest were absolutely awful tonight. I will put that out there. It's not why we lost, but they were absolutely trash. And then and, and then they get the first down, and we lose. You know, I, I just don't have any faith in Nick Sirianni. I think that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going back to my theory from last week. I think Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman are trying to lose football games. I think they're telling this guy to throw the ball 50 times a game. There is absolutely no reason in the entire world that Miles Sanders has one carry in the first half. 
He was, and don't try to come in and say, oh, well, he's not as good as you play him up to be. Maybe he's not as good as we think, but guess what? When you give him the ball, he makes things happen. And it takes, I mean, this game got so embarrassed. I am embarrassed as an Eagles fan. I really don't want to be talking like this because we actually made it a game. But how embarrassed am I? The fact that the Philadelphia Eagles fans gave Miles Sanders a standing ovation in the third quarter. Why, you ask? Did he score a 90-yard touchdown? Did he did he return one for 100 yards? No, he got a freaking carry. <laughs> we gave our running back a standing ovation. That's how putrid this play calling. We didn't give our running back the ball so much that he gets a standing ovation when he gets a carry. I mean, this is absolutely insane. It is not fair to completely blame Jalen Hurts, as I see in the chat. But let me tell you something. The guy, he's he's very inconsistent, and it seems as though every – because Nick Sirianni has this ideology that RPOs are run plays. Well, guess what? Jalen Hurts never hands it off on an RPO. He keeps it himself. He keeps it himself. And Jalen Hurts has fought – he's now the first quarterback in Eagles history – to have five rushing touchdowns in six games. Jalen Hurts has five rushing touchdowns. Do you remember way, way back, it feels like 100 years ago, in week one, when we won the game 32-6, to and I know it was a terrible Falcons defense, but what did we do? We ran it 31 times as a team. Miles Sanders had 15 carries. Gainwell had nine carries. Hurts had seven. You ran the ball, you had a balanced offense, and you won a game. Now, I know you can't do that every week, but you're telling me we have gone as far away as possible. This was looking like a game where, honestly, without the pressure from the fans, like, I just don't understand that. Like, what is the what did Miles Sanders do to this organization to get neglected like this? What did he get? What did he do to get neglected like this? All he does is put up numbers. And now, you know, I'm, I'm actually, you know, Call me a fake fan or whatever you want. I'm actually mad that we almost came back in this game because now everybody's going to deny the fact of how bad Nick Sirianni was. This is just like last week. We came back and won that game, so all the all the great, all the uh, terrible things just went absolutely out the door because we had a couple great, great drives late in the game. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. I just, I, I just can't take it. Howie Roseman has to go. Jeffrey Lurie should sell the team. Nick is a one-year coach. Jonathan Gannon plays the softest defense I've ever seen. I mean, talk about. I mean, did we blitz tonight? I think we had one blitz, and it was late in the game on third down. We don't blitz. Tom Brady has been sacked twice this year, and historically, you know, you know the games that are bad for Tom Brady that he has. You know what happens in those games? He gets pressured. He gets pressured. And what do we do? We sit back on our high horse and we let Brady control the the entire game. Antonio Brown, Mike Evans. You got Slay playing off his man, even though he didn't have, I mean, he was okay. Didn't have a great game. Didn't have a terrible game. Nelson got caught in a couple bad zone coverages. Our linebacking core. <laughs> Do we have line? I mean, Alex Singleton, okay? No offense to Alex Singleton, but holy crap. 
tackle someone at the legs, would you? At please. <sighs> oh my God. Our D line got no pressure. No pressure at all. <laughs> Birds Nation with the $5 super chat. Thank you, my man. Shout out to you. Shout out to all the channel members. This is Fire Howie Roseman. Go out and get Deshaun Watson and Michael Thomas. He won't do it. He won't do it. In fact, you know what? Going back to my theory before, I honestly think that they are losing games on purpose at this point so that they can have three top 10 picks and try to go get a quarterback. Howie Roseman is so obsessed with quarterback play. He's like, Nick, go ahead and throw the ball 50 times. I mean, it, it really, it, it blows my mind. We get rid of, I, I miss Doug Peterson and Jim Schwartz. They, they coached better than these guys do. And I know it's the first year. They're our first-time head coach. He, he, look, I'm I'm seeing no signs of growth, no signs of improvement. No signs of improvement, man. Howie's got to go, man. He's got to go. We need a new direction in this franchise. TJS, thank you for the super chat, bro. Uh, one reason Howie does not want to pay Miles pretty obvious. Yeah, that's definitely a good part of it, too. But I just don't understand. Like, do you want to win football games or do you not want to win football games? It is clear. Like, you cannot fool Philadelphia fans, and it's clear as day. I mean, Miles Sanders averaged almost seven yards a carry in this game. It's not that. Like, it's really not that hard to see. Six, 6.2 yards a carry. I mean, are you kidding me? You give the guy the ball back-to-back -back plays, and he goes for 37 yards. Come on, man. Yeah, the rest were absolutely terrible as well. Um, Howie's a joke. I made a video eight months ago that said the Eagles will not succeed again until Howie Roseman is gone. I mean, literally, pregame, I'm talking about uh, Nick Sirianni with the Dr. J sleeveless hoodie, right? You got Howie Roseman walking out in the field next to him with a big suitcase and a, a big backpack over his shoulder, suit on and everything. It's like he's literally, I feel like Howie Roseman is coaching his team. Because you cannot tell me that from last year to this year, it is the same exact thing. Even worse. Even worse. You brought Josh McDaniels in for an entire day. Usually you would uh, accept the guy as your head coach after you interview him for 14 hours. No. Josh McDaniels is too hard-headed. No, Josh McDaniels. We're going to interview Nick Sirianni, a guy nobody's ever heard of. And, and after three hours, we're going to make this guy our head coach. You know why? Because Nick was sitting in that meeting like, yes, Howie. Yes, Howie, I'll do whatever you say. I'll do whatever you say. Oh, I'm so sick of this, man. I, I really, I just want, look, even if we are the worst team in the league, if we just play the right way, that's it. I can handle the team being in a retool. What I can't handle is watching the same slop over and over. We didn't even get to individual players, but I'm just, I'm so disappointed with a lot of different players, man. TJ, thank you for that. Duncan Wright, another great channel member. What's up, man? With the $5 Super Chats to speak the truth, my man. Thank you all for supporting the channel even further. Really do appreciate it, man. Um, uh, look, you don't have to agree with me, okay? I'm just up here speaking it how I see it. I'm a passionate Philadelphia fan. I, I just want to see the team improve and get better, right? This is supposed to be an evaluation year. I, I actually said, if you go back to my prediction video, I said that the Eagles would go two and four in the first six games. What are they right now? They're two and four. What did I say? We're going to win seven games this year. Will we win that? Maybe. Potent potentially. 
But honestly, most of these games we should be in. But our coaching is so bad. It is like, what do these guys do at practice? What do these guys do at practice sometimes? I don't see any fundamentals at all. I'm seeing guys run terrible routes. I'm seeing like Jalen Hurts throw a, a, a screen or a wheel route right into, into coverage. It should have been pick sixed. I don't get it, man. I really don't. Devontae Smith, couple catches early on in this game. What did he have? Two catches, 31 yards, and he goes away. Duncan, thank you, man. Cool, man. Trev, another great channel member. We got all the channel members in the building with the $2 super chests. These Eagles are something else. It's just, it's hard to watch, man. It's hard to watch. I'm really, really frustrated with the fact that it's, it, it's just, I, I can't believe this looks like Lash. I thought the point of this new regime was to get a new taste, and it's the same exact stuff as last year. It's so, it's hard to watch. In my personal opinion, if you go out there and you play hard and you send pressure at Brady and you get beat, because look, Brady is one of the best to ever do it. I hate saying that. I hate Brady with all my guts. But you know what? I respect the guy. He's one of the, he's the greatest to ever do it. We beat Brady one time on the biggest stage in America to win our only Super Bowl, and I'll forever be grateful. That's enough for me. I didn't expect to win this game. But why do we play like crap? Why do we play like we don't ever... Like, we, we don't know how to play football for three and a half quarters, and then we, what, it just clicks in the in midway through the fourth, and we just start to come back? We make a couple great stops on defense? Like, does it take that long to click in? Last week, Jonathan Gannon played press coverage a lot more. Darius Slay, Nelson had their way, and this week we sit back? We, 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 we just take everything off the gas pedal, and we just, okay, you have the field. Have the entire field. You got to put, like I said earlier, Tom Brady, when you get pressure on him, that's the only time he may lose a football game. I just, I don't like it, man. I don't like it. Brian, thank you for the $5 super chat and for supporting the channel. Says, shoot, just got me some TLC. What I miss? Oh, no. Oh, no. Sirianni and how he's got to go. But nevertheless, go birds and good night. Brian, thank you for the super chat, man. Um, I think Nick has to go. <laughs> if you want to keep him this, like, it, you know, if you want to keep him this year, fine, but you're not evaluating the talent that you have. We have some good young talent on his team, despite what anybody says. And you know what? I, I just, I don't think we're getting a fair evaluation of our talent. I don't think we're growing week by week. It, does anybody think we're growing week by week? I think we're in the same exact place. I think we had a successful game plan week one, and we we were confident against a bad team. And it's like when we play any team that we feel is better than us, we just we let them control the entire game. And I don't like it. I don't like it. So I just it's hard. It's really hard to watch this, man. It's really hard to watch this. Brian, thank you, man. Um, real quick, let's hear a, a quick word from the sponsor, BetQL. And then I want to talk. Yo, drop in the chat right now. We got 175 people. Drop a like if you're enjoying this, man. Sorry, I am congested as well, so I'm not trying to scream. But, yo, drop in the comment section, what was the worst part of the team tonight? Because I'm about to drill into some specific units and players that I think need to be drilled into. But first, let's hear a quick word from the sponsor, BetQL. 
Do you want to get an advantage over your sportsbook? If so, BetQL is the perfect app for you. Their best bet model scans over 350,000 unique bets per year to give you a best bet recommendation across all major sports for every game. They cover spreads, over-unders, player props. Hope you took the money line on Tampa Bay tonight. Otherwise, you're an idiot. Uh, you receive all the news, injury updates, and info you need to succeed on your bets in real time. Um, they have some of the sharpest analytics. I've been using BetQL, and uh, they've been helping me win some bets. So if you want to take your sports betting to another level, download BetQL in the App Store, Google Play Store, or click the link below. Use promo code RB for 25% off any subscription offering, and be sure to check out the special Bet MGM offer in the description as well to receive $200 of free bets no matter whether your wager wins or not. All the information down below in the description. All right, back to it. First off, the offensive line is absolutely garbage. Um, first off, Lane Johnson, okay? I don't know what's going on with Lane Johnson, but I hope he's all right because he's now missed three weeks. They said he might miss the season. I'm praying for whatever is going on with him, okay? Uh, Brandon Brooks is out. He's got to go at the end of the season. Keeps getting hurt. Can't do it. Andre Dillard. You moved Jordan Mailata to right tackle. Didn't you see before when you moved Andre Dillard to right tackle? And I'm not saying, like, it was just one guy. The entire offensive line was trash. It was trash. And, you know, I have a bone to pick with Jalen Hurts because why does this man continuously run out of the pocket one second into the play? The pocket has not collapsed. Now, the pocket collapsed a lot tonight. It collapsed a lot. But why does Jalen Hurts continuously run out of the pocket before there's any pressure? I don't understand what this offense is. I don't understand it. We RPO, we never hand the ball off. Jalen Hurts runs out of the pocket he in, in a second, in a flash. <coughs> it just doesn't make sense. The O-line was terrible, didn't hand off the ball. Uh, the linebackers were trash. The defensive line, can I blame the defensive line? I don't know. You know, but here's what I can blame. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers had the worst passing defense in the entire league. They were letting up uh, how many yards? 314 yards per game. Jalen Hurts had 115 yards. Jalen Hurts had 115 yards in his. They were letting up 314 yards a game in the air. Worst passing defense in the league. You're telling me we can't get more than 115? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers were the best run defense in the league, giving up 45 yards per game. The next lowest was 75. We don't run the ball at all. And when we do run it, it actually works. But it's too late by then. John, thank you for the $5 super chat, my man. Uh, and thank you for the uh, supporting the channel. Can't believe Miles Sanders didn't even have five yards rushing going into the half. Like, what's going on with Miles barely getting any touches? Let me tell you something, John. It is an embarrassment and I've been saying, I feel like if you if you keep coming back to these streams, like, I'm sorry if I've talked your ear off about this, okay? But, you know, I actually tweeted out during the middle of this game, and people were actually kind of getting mad. I said, Miles Sanders needs to request a trade from the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I'm going to make a separate video on it, but I truly believe Miles Sanders needs to request out. He's looking for an, a contract extension after his rookie deal, and he's not going to get it playing here. And I truly feel bad for this guy as a playmaker, as a top weapon in this offense. Dallas Goddard's another top weapon who isn't even being used. He was out tonight due to the virus. Uh, Miles Sanders needs to request a trade from this team because they are absolutely disrespecting this guy's talent. You're right, John. He had one carry going into the half. 
He had two carries in an entire game a couple weeks back, which was the lowest in the last 20 years. He had one carry going into the half. I don't even know how many carries he got in the fourth quarter, but it masked everything from that first half. Unbelievable, man. I don't understand. They are, they are completely disrespecting this guy, John. I can't take it anymore. And I, and I love Miles Sanders. He's one of my favorite players on this team to watch go to work, but he is being disrespected. Philly Fresh, what's going on, man, with the $2 super chat? Thank you, my man. Says, yo, that, bro, bring me on. Hey, I'll give you the link, bro. Um, just hit me up on Twitter real quick. Message me on Twitter, and I, and I got you, man, because I really don't know what else to say about this game. Jake Elliott, in, in all of Jake Elliott's season, man, he's had a great year. He decides to miss the first kick. Oh, yeah, and thank you for bringing that up, RB. What did we think about that? We're down two touchdowns. And this guy goes for a field goal. Nick Sirianni goes for a field goal down two touchdowns with how much time left? Like 12 minutes, 11 minutes? We go for a field goal. I know it was fourth and 10. I know it was long. Of course, Jake Elliott misses the field goal, right? But are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What is with this, like... This soft mentality football game, I just, I'm tired of it, man. I'm really tired of it. Terrible decisions. We finally get a touchdown. Breaks the momentum with a with a screenplay. Buccaneers tried to let us back in that game. They tried to give us a chance. There was, a, there was another drive before halftime. I actually called this, and I didn't, you know, say it to anybody except who I was watching the game with. And I literally said the Philadelphia Eagles, I said it, it was right after the two-minute warning. I said the Bucs would score on the next play, which they did. I said the Eagles would get it back and and give it back up after going three and out with a minute 35. It act and it ended up being a minute 34. So I was one second off. Jalen Hurts runs out of bounds before we punt the ball. Like, are you serious? Like, where is the IQ on this team? It doesn't make sense. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Of course, we give the ball back. <laughs> I, I can't believe that we got a standing ovation for Miles Sanders for running the ball. It's actually insane. It's your boy with the $5 super chat. Thank you, my man. Appreciate the uh, support. It says, Miles gets traded by the deadline, in my opinion, for either picks or linebacker depth. I don't know. Also, coaching his trash team came alive too late. It happens every week. Hopefully, I'm not lagging. I don't know if I am. But you know what it is? It's desperation, and it's the other team letting up. And the Bucks were literally playing with us. Like, they gave it to us on midfield, man. They gave it to us midfield, and we go down and get a touchdown. Idiotically get the two-point conversion, and yeah. Jalen Hurts, 10 carries in this game. Miles Sanders with nine. That tells you what you need to know. Um, Quez Watkins with three catches, 44 yards. Devontae disappears after the first two. Zach Ertz, four catches, 29 yards, and a touchdown. That first drive looked great, and then uh, we just go away from everything that works. We get weight. We're, we're so predictable, man. We're so predictable. I literally call these plays out as they're happening. 
I call these plays out as as we're as they're happening. I just I'm I'm tired of it, man. And Jalen Hurts, man, like again, he's just so inconsistent. I don't know if we can um confidently evaluate him, but he just misses too many throws and he uh, he uh flushes the pocket way too fast. It's just tiring, man. It's it's the same thing. The Philadelphia Eagles are going to draft the quarterback in the top five. They'll find a way to get up there if they're not in the top five. And uh, hopefully Howie Roseman isn't making this pick. So you picked the quarterback in the second round. You screwed up everything your team had, and now that quarterback might be replaced next year. We we got to get a new we, – we need to sell this team. The owner needs to sell this team. We need a new GM, a new coach, and and all that. <clears throat> let's see what else am i missing oh Derek barnett almost had a 15 yarder for um fighting with tom brady like i don't understand it then again like i didn't expect to win this game but i'm just tired of us playing this way why can't we just play the right way and lose regular because we're not as talented Jalen Hurts' first eagle with two touchdown runs in consecutive games since 2012. <laughs> oh, man. Play calling is abysmal. Sirianni's not the answer. Um, I really feel like Howie's running this team, and I feel like Nick is a puppet, and it's just uh, it's just hard to evaluate anything, to be honest. This RPO system doesn't work. Jalen doesn't know how to run it. His arm's not there. It's frustrating, man. It's frustrating. 37 rushes by the running backs in the last four games. It's absolutely ridiculous. There was another stat. In the first half, Miles Sanders has, like, what, 11 carries in the last four games? I mean, it's just it's disgusting. It's disgusting. <sighs> Meanwhile, uh, Tampa Bay, we let Brady complete 34 passes. Like, is this going to be Jonathan Gannon's scheme every week until we play, like, a, a worse team? It's ridiculous, man. Antonio Brown with nine catches, almost 100 yards. Howard wide open. How about that touchdown? I don't know. There were so many blown coverages that, you know, Brady loops it into the end zone. I think that was Kerrigan who got misplaced. Our line, we have no linebackers. What's new? Just disgusting. 22 carries for Leonard Fournette. I repeat, 22 carries for Leonard Fournette. Will Miles Sanders ever have 22 carries in a game? No. 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 Oh, another player I want to talk about. Jalen Rager. 
Is Jalen Rager a bust? Because I'm pretty close to saying so. This guy had obviously got the, the few pass interference calls. But you know what, man? I've had enough. I've had enough. Feed Devontae Smith. Feed Quez Watkins. These guys actually know how to create separation. They know uh, how to get open, even though Jalen Hurts kind of targets them too much sometimes. Tonight obviously did not. But Jalen Rager, man, he is just, oh. I just have, like, why do we always pick the guy that is more of a reach that doesn't work out? Why can't we just make the smart pick? What is wrong with Jalen Rager? Like, this guy's best quality is his punt returns. He wants to post on social media every week, right? It makes no sense. And you know what another thing that make, doesn't make sense is for me? How even though we're not running the ball with Miles Sanders, remember when we used to run the ball with Kenneth Gainwell? He looked great in week one. Where'd he go? Every guy that works disappears. Every guy that works disappears. And I know you guys must think I'm like overly negative, and I know there's probably comments right now saying like, oh, why are you hating this and that? We had a good... We had a... Uh, the one thing, the, the positive takeaway from this game is once again... We showed that we can do it. We showed fight, and we showed that when you do the right thing, it works. When you run the ball, it opens up the entire offense, and you can just go, we can go down the field like that against anybody, against anybody. That is my positive takeaway from this game that we've seen last week, the week before. When you do the right thing, you can play well with these guys. There is talent here. But we just don't do that. If I see one more wide receiver screen without blocking that gets blown up, I, I just can't. How does Nick does Nick Sirianni have anybody to keep him in check? I saw Jonathan Gannon on the biggest play of the game. Nick Sirianni goes over and whispers in his ear. Does Nick Sirianni have anybody to keep him in check? Maybe Howie Roseman calling down from the press box, right? But it doesn't make sense. How can Nick Sirianni continuously lie to Philadelphia uh, media reporters and fans? He lies. He straight up lies. Or he's being held hostage to lie by the, by the men above. This guy, don't you understand? This guy did something that hadn't been done in 20 years by not giving Sanders the ball a couple weeks ago against Dallas. He comes out every single freaking week and goes, yeah, well, you know, I got to do a better job at getting Miles the ball. I got to do a better job at at making better play calls in the red zone. I got to do a better job. I got to do a better job. He doesn't change anything. It is the same thing every week. Every week. Miles Sanders is the top 12 running back. He can be. He definitely can be. People keep trying to say he's not as talented. He doesn't have the right opportunity here. He would absolutely feast on another team. He would absolutely feast. We just It's not in our DNA, I guess, to run the ball. I guess Nick Sirianni followed in everybody else's footsteps, and I just, I'm having a hard time believing that last year it looked just like this, and now it looks like it again with two different coaching staffs. Trust me, I'm not taking blame away from anybody. I think Jalen Hurts has a lot of blame as well. 
But again, I think it all stems down from Nick Sirianni. Jalen Hurts, again, he has these stretches, but then he has awful decisions and awful throws. Too many underthrows. I mean, he, he almost threw a couple picks that had to be batted down or deflected or dropped. And <clears throat> yeah, man, man, I remember that play. That yeah, that's what I'm referencing. Had to be deflected down. It's just, it's embarrassing, man. Eagles defense. Wow. The Eagles defense has allowed 380 yards against Dallas, then 471 against Kansas City, and 399 against Tampa Bay. When is Jonathan Gannon going to get canned? He can't do it. Okay. And and I'm to this is the guy that people tried to sit up and say that he was going to be a head coach one day. What kind of defense are we running? It is the softest defense I've ever seen in my life. How do you get rid of Jim Schwartz and then you blitz uh, less than any other team in the NFL? I don't get it, man. Mark says, I've been a diehard Eagles fan 22 years, never been this delusion toward this team. I agree 100%. It's, it's so tiring of seeing the same thing over and over. Every I really want to see this team just improve. I just want to see this team get better. I want to see these young guys go to work. So tough, man. Aaron Cabbage with the $20 super chat. Yes, sir. My man, Aaron, thank you so much, bro. Very much appreciate the support on the channel. Great channel member. Sorry, I'm congested right now, and, and I'm sick from this game. Sick physically and sick from this game. So sorry I'm late. Just got back from bleaching my eyes. I'm baffled how Sirianni and Gannon can do the opposite of common sense for three quarters and then do what we all know is right in the fourth quarter and it works i'm gonna let y'all read that a couple more times yourself because this is what i've been saying for the last 40 minutes Aaron, I, I wish I had an answer for you, Aaron. I literally have no solution to this. It was the same thing last year. Doug got sick of the crap. He said, I'm out. And now it got... E this is even... How is this worse than what we saw last year? I'm telling you, I'm, my, my conspiracy here is that Howie Roseman is running this team and they're trying to send it into the dirt. But then again, like you drafted Jalen Hurts, so why are you not giving him the best chance to succeed? I don't get it. I don't get it. There's no way that you could hire this man, Nick Sirianni. And and like, what did he possibly say in his press conference? Or I'm sorry, his, his behind-the-scenes interview. What did he say? I was all right at first with the energy and, you know, like the the embracing Philly, but now it just gets way too much. It gets way too much, man. Aaron, I can't take it anymore. I, I really can't take this, man. Look at this. I'm going to pull up a quote here. Please. I mean, you got. I'm telling you guys, Nick Sirianni continues to lie, and I think he's being held hostage here. I really do. Look at this. Hold up. 
me zoom this in. Look at this. Please, somebody explain. Somebody explain. We want to be able to get our balls to our playmakers. Miles Sanders is a playmaker. He showed that today. <laughs> there is absolutely no way he believes that. He's lying. He's lying. And don't try to give me the, oh, well, Sanders got nine carries. No, he had one for most of the game. Came out, gave him a couple, had three going into the fourth quarter, I think. And, and finally, we gave him a drive, and we do, like Aaron says on the Super Chat, he did exactly what we have been asking and what is right for how long, and it works. Miles Sanders gets a standing ovation, goes right down the field, we score a touchdown. It's really not rocket science. I mean, I can scream, that, I can scream about this same thing until I'm blue in the face, but is it going to make a difference? Is it going to make a difference? He's absolutely lying. Nick Sirianni is a puppet. Howie Roseman is running this team, and Jeffrey Lurie has turned into Jerry Jones. That's how it's going to go. That's what it is. Duncan, what's going on, man? Thank you uh, for the super chat, bro. He says, uh, that's all I can say. How about you, RB? I can't. I'm just sick of it, man. I, I can't. I don't know if I can keep watching this. Because, like, how many times are we going to do the same thing? How many times are we just going to do the same thing? I just wanted something different. I just wanted a different taste. I wanted a guy, a defensive coordinator that was going to send everybody and punch somebody in the mouth. I wanted an offensive coordinator and a coach that was going to maintain a balanced offense. And we don't, it's just crazy, man. It's just unbelievable. <clears throat> 115 passing yards against the worst passing defense in the entire league 55 quarterback rating i'm sorry man and it's you know what's really funny about the whole thing is that my whole conspiracy theory here with the ownership it's like it literally worked week one we ran the ball 31 times week one as a team it worked we blew a team out and then they just stopped i just can't take it man leonard fournette with a couple tds he also had 46 yards. My Leonard Fournette had almost 130 yards. Leonard Fournette. You would think this was Leonard Fournette of three years ago. It's just unbelievable. That uh, It was a nice play, by the way, by uh, Antonio Brown. We had one chance to stop him. He made a nice play on the run. Marcus Epps couldn't stop him. Superhero under 20 minutes time. We were we were also getting absolutely blown away in terms of time of possession. Let's look at the team stats a little bit. Let's look at the team stats. Let's look at the team stats. This is sickening. Hold on, let me zoom this in, man. Look at this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We went for it on that fourth down early on. I forgot about that, too. This guy has some balls to him. He really does. 
Three for 10 on third down. How is it that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers accumulate 400 yards of offense on 11 drives, whereas the Eagles have 10 yards of dr- 10 yards and we get 213 uh, yards of offense? Ridiculous. 113 passing yards. I've never seen something like this, man. Wow. Wow. 120 yards of penalties. 120 yards of penalties. We can't capitalize. 20 minutes of possession. 20 minutes compared to 40. Double the possession on one more drive. That Does that not tell you something? Does that not tell you something? We do not know how to maintain a drive down the field. We do not know how to maintain a drive. They get one more drive of offense in this game, and they have 20 more. (sighs) Pat, I agree with you, man. And and that's why I'm saying, like, even the two touchdowns that we had, they both were bailed out from, from pass interference calls. I mean, I just, I'm so tired, man. I'm so tired. Like, it's like, okay, we lost this game. How can I move forward? How can I look objectively and say, like, all right, this team's going to be better next week? I can't say that. I can't say that. How long do you think Hertz keeps the keys of the offense before a change is made? See, that's the thing, though. I don't, like, do I really want to bench Jalen Hurts before I, I find a better play caller? No, I don't. And trust me, Hertz has not been nearly perfect. I, I think he's been very inconsistent. But then again, like, do I really want to do I really want to put the, the keys in Gardner Minshew's hands with Nick Sirianni calling plays? No, I don't. Like, I just want a better play caller. If you give Miles Sanders 15 carries in this game, we may win. It's not hard. But then again, he's just gonna keep lying. And I just I don't know, man. We need new coaches. Hopefully, this is a one-year rental of coaches, and it gets better. I just, I don't know. Like I said, I think we're losing games, and I think they're going to try to draft a a top quarterback uh, in the draft and use their other. They'll probably use two of their top three first-round picks to uh, move up to, like, the top three, and then they'll use another one on a playmaker. Uh, We need a damn linebacker, but we won't get one. Aaron with a $10 super chat. Thank you, my man. Much appreciated. Uh, it says Jalen is practically a rookie. He will learn how. How do you have a, a quarterback in his 10th start with a back who has been a top five in yards per attempt two years in a row and don't commit to running until the fourth quarter? I mean, Aaron's hitting it right on the head, man. Miles Sanders has had a thousand all purpose yards the last two seasons. He has had a 1,000 all-purpose yards the last two seasons. He's been top five in yards per attempt, and he does not get the ball. And only when he gets the ball, it makes it a close game. It's just its crazy to me. You do nothing to help your franchise or your potential franchise quarterback out. You do nothing. so sick of this 
do nothing at all to help this guy out, man. And now you can't even assess whether this guy is the man. Aaron's spot on with this. It's crazy, too, because the one game where you actually maintained a balanced offense in week one, Jalen Hurts actually played a really good game. He actually hit his throws, and I just, I don't know, man. Five passing first downs compared to 17 for Tampa Bay. It's it's ridiculous, man. And went like, let me know in the chat right now if you're up in here, man. I Look, I promise you guys, I know you're probably like, why am I here listening to this guy be negative the whole time? I really don't want to be. I really don't want to be, but I've changed as a Philadelphia fan in part over the last couple of years, not just with football, but in general. And I just have to start calling it how I see it. Miles Sanders needs to request a trade. Because this is, you know, uh, shout out to, who, who was it? Kevin Nagandi. He tweeted during his game. He said, we are, this is, uh, this is malpractice. That was the word to describe this. This is malpractice. And of course the NFL sides with Brady, of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh man. Guys continue to get hurt. Anthony Harris was injured. How does your long snapper get injured? How does your long snapper get injured? <laughs> the first 21 plays. Here's These just keep getting better. The first 21 offensive plays of the game for Philadelphia, 20 passes and one rush. 20 passes and one rush. Like, how does that not, like, smack you in the head? I don't understand. It just doesn't make sense, man. Like, I've never coached a football team. I think I could put together together a better game plan. Aaron, you're exactly right, man. Thank you for the super chat, for supporting the channel a lot. Um, I don't, Aaron, and everybody else in the chat, let me know, like, what do we even do? Like, do we just do we just call it a, a a season like because honestly you know ever since the last few weeks like I haven't had expectations again I picked this team to start two and four but like you know if we lost that game last week which we probably should have honestly this squad and this coaching staff might have been fired tonight if we didn't have this little comeback that fell short this week and we didn't have the comeback last week, I think they might have been fired, honestly. This is uh this is one of the worst things I've ever seen, man. And I don't want to hear the excuses. I'm seeing Jalen Hurts come out here to the press uh conference. Now I don't want to hear, oh, we're close. We're close. No, I don't want to hear that. We are far. We are f very, very far. Very, very far, man. Did anybody think this would get worse? Did anybody think this would get worse from last year? Oh, man. Cameron, I'm ready for the Sixers, man. I'm ready. Sector, what's up, man? Welcome to the channel, bro. Thanks for uh, thanks for subscribing and tuning in. Aaron says, Sirianni's an idiot. There's no way around that. Do you guys think that Howie Roseman is running this team? I have a good, I have a good feeling he is. Seeing him with that, that briefcase and that backpack nurturing Nick Sirianni down the sideline like what GM comes onto the field before a game and he's like telling guys how to do this and that like come on man 
I am very much convinced that that phone call that Jalen Hurts has been receiving the past couple games, I'm uh, firmly convinced that that's Howie Roseman. And it's embarrassing when you can't even win a game in front of your home fans. You can't even win a, a, a game in front of your home fans. Am I doing live streams? Yeah, I'll be doing them for most Sixers games. If you guys enjoy basketball or if you enjoy rants like this, be sure to subscribe. Guys, let's get 100 likes. Don't know if we're at 100 likes yet, but, you know, I'm honestly not feeling that well. I just had to come on here and rant. Um, this is just embarrassing. I want to know from you down in the comments right now, who is most to blame? Is it Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie? Is it the coaching staff or is it Jalen Hurts? I'm going to read them out in a second. Uh, before we do that, let's hear a quick word from the sponsor, BetQL. Do you want to get an advantage over your sportsbook? If so, BetQL is the perfect app for you. The best bet model scans over 350,000 unique bets to give you a best bet recommendation across all major sports for every game. They cover everything from spreads over unders, player props. You even get all the news, injury updates, and all other info you need to succeed on your bets in real time. They have some of the sharpest analytics uh, I've been using BetQL. They've been helping me cash in. So if you want to improve on your sports betting and take it to another level, go ahead and download BetQL from the App Store or Google Play Store or click the link in the description. Use promo code RB for 25% off of any subscription offering and be sure to check out the special BetMGM offer in the description as well to receive $200 in free bets no matter whether your wager wins or not. Again, all info down below get back to it uh let's see who do we think is the most responsible we have uh Sirianni and Hertz says Pat Howie for sure says Mr. Meeks uh Sector says the quarterback superhero with the best answer all of the above <laughs> oh man I think it's impossible to blame one person for this it looks like a culmination of everyone's shortcomings uh I think it's the organization and Sirianni and Hertz play calling Sirianni and Roseman, the coaches. He doesn't know what he's doing. He needs to be fired. We truly have talent. I agree. We do have a, a good amount of talent on this man and we're just not seeing it. We're not seeing any of it being utilized, man. A GM and average coach could win a chip with Tom Brady and a great squad. Aaron says we have a much, uh, we have a much better team on paper than last year at literally every position. Sirianni and Gannon are brain dead. They're bad. They're bad. We have three top 10 picks as of right now. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's why they're throwing this thing into the dirt. I really do. I do. Philly fans in Florida. What's going on? Welcome on in. Great channel member. Long time. No see. Appreciate you being in here. We use Eagles games as background noise for Sixers Flyers games. Look, I can't wait for the Sixers. But then, it, you know, Philly sports is just uh, Philly sports is pain sometimes. Our biggest, our biggest reliability right now is the Sixers, which is crazy, man. I feel bad for all the Philadelphia Eagles fans in the chat. It's just tough. It's it's very, very tough. Very tough. I just wanted to see improvement. I wanted to see change, and I wanted to see optimism, and I don't have it. I don't have it. Defense gave up 28 but played much better than I thought. The defense was still trash, and I can't even blame the players anymore. It's, it's Gannon's scheme. It's this soft coverage no press and just zone 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 no blitz no blitz no blitz and terrible linebacking play we can't tackle a thing 
Can't tackle a thing. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. We are sellers at the deadline. Can we even trade anyone? We're going to trade Miles Sanders. I'm telling you. They're, you know what's going to happen? They're going to play this guy up a few games before the deadline. I don't know how many weeks until the trade deadline, but like the game before, they're going to give him like 18 carries, and then they're going to trade him. And, and yo, let me know in the chat, please. What the heck do we do with this with this uh, tight end situation? Because Zach Ertz, I mean, wasn't the point. I I told you guys this was going to be run into the dirt in before week one. This is absolutely a joke to have two tight ends on the squad that can play going against each other after your franchise tight end essentially cried in a press conference and it was time for him to go. And Howie is so stubborn and he's like, oh, well, you know, I could have got more for him before, so I'm going to come out and uh, I'm going to play him. It's just an absolute joke. Okay, now Dallas Goddard hasn't been used enough. You haven't used these guys enough to see who you should really keep. And now it's just like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Makes no sense. Don't follow college football much. Maybe you can enlighten me. Why did the wide receiver coach for Penn State get a head coaching job? Who are we talking about? Sirianni came from the Colts, and Jonathan Gannon also came from the Colts. He brought his staff. Why do we trade Sanders? Because we're not utilizing him, and you have to get value. Because, look, Sanders is my favorite guy on this offense. He should be used 10 times more than he is, and I feel so bad for the guy. But, you know, it, it just doesn't make sense. Dal you have Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz fighting. Both of them are going to be free agents. you got to sign one and trade the other. We're losing value by the day. Miles Sanders, we're throwing his value into the ground. It's frustrating, man. We can't even trade these offensive linemen because Lane's not here. Brandon Brooks is hurt. It's just we're in a retool, man, and it's just it's disgusting. Trust me, I would love to keep Sanders if we actually use him. The only way, I think we keep Sanders if we get a new head coach next year. But if we keep Nick Sirianni past this year, what is the reasoning for keeping Miles Sanders? He doesn't run the ball. I'm what The reason I'm saying we trade Miles Sanders is not due to the Philadelphia Eagles. It's because he is going to request a trade because he is frustrated. Why do you think he had that penalty in the first quarter? What was it, a uh, a 15-yarder? Why did he have that penalty? He's frustrated because he's not being used. The thing that hurts is we could have won this game if we ran. Yeah, we could have. I feel like every game, with the exception of the Cowboys game, we could have won. It's crazy. <sighs> Only untouchable guy is Devontae. Do we draft a quarterback or get Deshaun? I just don't see Deshaun. I don't see it happening with Deshaun. I don't know what's going to happen with that guy, but he he's not even been active the entire year. It's real, you know, Deshaun was one of my favorite quarterbacks coming out of college. And I just, you know, that's a wild situation. 
In fact, I could actually see the Eagles trading for him, and then he can't play a game. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think they're going to draft a quarterback. I think they're going to use two of the top three picks if they get all three. They're going to move up into the top three, and they're going to draft the quarterback. And I hope Howie Roseman's not picking the quarterback. I really hope. Yeah, Sanders is a beast man, and I've I've been screaming about it every week. And I just I don't like I don't even think I should mention it as much. I think I'll just say like, yep, another week of wasted Miles Sanders. Just so tiring. Why is the run defense so atrocious? Yeah, exactly, Sonny. And that's the funny part because we fired Jim Schwartz. Now this guy could halt the run like nobody other, but he's just his passing defense was so atrocious. Not a, not even atrocious, just it was wrong. And it was just so, you know, picket defense and all this stuff. It was just so lackadaisical. And now it's even worse in the past game, and we can't stop the run. Fletcher Cox, another guy who has all this value, and it just looks terrible. It looks terrible. Just tired of, uh, I'm tired of the Eagles defense looking the same every year. I'm tired of the offense looking the same as last year. We need a new tone on this team. We need new ownership. We need all of it. Is it going to happen though? I don't know. I don't know. Nobody would want anyone but Hargrave and Dallas and Sanders, and I don't want to trade anyone but Cox and Ertz. It's crazy. You could have traded Cox a little while ago. His value might have gone down. Now you could still get things for that, da- uh, for Fletcher Cox, but. Is Fletcher Cox, like, I'm not going to challenge anybody's heart on this team, not in week six, but is Fletch even out there giving it his all, or is he? does he see the writing on the wall, and he's like, man, this is just, I don't like this scheme. I thought, I really think Fletch thought things were going to change this year, and they just haven't. And I, I just can't keep watching a defense that won't send a blitz. I can't keep watching a coach that won't run the ball. Like, these are just simple things, and... um. Yeah, just tired of it. Just tired. I think it's the front office, like running a company. CEO's upper management is bad. Yeah, I think they're. And I really, th- I'm not taking away blame from Nick Sirianni, but I really think he's being instructed to, to do certain things. And I, I'm just tired. Doug's never coming back to this organization with Howie and Jeffrey here. That's a fact. Oh man. Sector, I agree 100%. We need changes, man. We need a lot of changes. And I, I just, I'm tired, man. Like, I'll, I'll say this. I'm, I'm very thankful for that Super Bowl. I don't know how it happened, but I'm very, very thankful for that Super Bowl. I'm very thankful. That was one of the greatest days ever. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'll just say I'm thankful of it. And, it's just not getting any better week by week. So I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry that this may have come off negative the entire hour and five minutes. I'm really trying not to be. I wish I could have better things to say. Um, yeah, if you guys don't like the channel or the content because it's too negative, I understand it, but Again, I'm always going to try to see say it how at least how I see it. And tonight, I really did not see many positives, except for the fact that we willed back and fought, and when we did the right thing, it worked. So, 
Fletch is probably pissed about the retool. He's probably pissed that Carson is on the Colts. They were close. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Brandon Graham says, I think Jonathan Gannon does a great job adjusting to what we have on defense, adapting to what he has. I feel like some of the stuff he wants to do, he doesn't have the personnel. That's BS, Brandon Graham. And I love you, BG, but that's BS. Don't tell me that Darius Slay and Nelson, after what I saw last week, can't guard receivers. And and I know it's no easy task guarding, you know, going up against uh, Antonio Brown and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I know it's not an easy task, but come on. You got to go out trying, man. You got to go out fighting. Come on, man. Ridiculous. I don't even know what the offensive coordinator does. I really don't. Does he, what does he do? What does he do, man? William, I agree. This is soft football, and, and this is this does not represent Philadelphia, man. These guys got to go. I think if we win less than five games or less than six games, I think they get fired. But then again, like, is it going to matter unless Howie goes? And let me tell you guys something. Howie Roseman is not leaving this squad. Why? Because Jeffrey Lurie is his father, essentially. He is. And unless he sells the team, there will be no changes. Duncan, thank you very much again for the support. Appreciate the super chat here tonight. It says Eagles defense played like an ice cream. You agree? Yep. Just melted completely down all the way past the cone, sticky fingers, and um, didn't even get to enjoy it. They held up. You still got that good taste of ice cream, but it wasn't what it should have been. Love it, Duncan. I love it. When will Nick Sirianni relinquish his play calls? Will he, or is he going to be stubborn like Doug was? Hard to really judge Hurts because we run RPOs yet never run the ball. What's the point of running them? Yeah, I agree. And the point I'm making on that, Sonny, is that why don't we go under center? We run the ball from the shotgun, and we we run boneheaded plays. We don't even run under center. And Jalen Hurts, why do we continually call RPOs when we don't when we don't run the ball, we have no design run plays, man. I'm just tired of it. And then every time Jalen throws it down the field, I feel like it's going to get intercepted because he just doesn't have that that touch on it. You know what I mean? So <sighs> Sonny, I agree 100%. No creativity. I literally, every third down, guys, we were three for 10 on third. I know exactly what is coming on third down. I know exactly what's coming. A slant right over the middle of the field for a yard short. That'll get incompleted. It's crazy. It's it really is. And Mr. A, I think that's an that's a really good point there. I think let me know what you guys think. Um I really think that Nick Sirianni, I don't think these guys believe in Nick Sirianni. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. I think he's going to lose the locker room. And I think these guys kind of take him as a as a childish kind of holdover, you know? K 
Can we, is Nick Sirianni's press conference on YouTube? If so, should I react to it? Let me know in the chat. Should I react to Nick Sirianni's press conference? Is it on here? And if so, where can I find it at? Let me see NBC Philadelphia. Here we go. All right. Should I react to it? <clears throat> it's on Twitter. Let me let me see if it's on uh let's see. I don't see uh I don't see it on Twitter here, but um All right, let's go to the Eagles page. I, I really want to hear what this man has to say about not running the football. I really want to hear this. Cause um, you know, I've obviously ranted here for an hour and ten minutes about um about this whole thing, so I'm trying to use Twitter so I don't get copyrighted. I think here. they would be in, but uh, oh, here we go. All right, let's see. Hold on, I'm pulling it up now, guys. Nick Sirianni's press conference coming up. We're gonna react to it live. Uh, let's see. Put that on me first. All right, let's see what we got here. All right. I don't usually do this, so this is my first time kind of reacting here to a press conference on these post games. I might start doing this, though. Um, you best take a shot before you listen to it. <laughs> What's going on, Paul? Miles took you guys all the way down the field in 21-point score drive. Yep, 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 yep. Guys, I'm really not trying to pump my chest out, but, like, I've been saying this since week one. I've been saying this since last year. It's ridiculous, man. It really is. All right, let's go uh, react to this before we get out of here. If you guys haven't yet, drop a like. Do we have 100 likes in here, man? See if we do. See if we do. We got 84. Dang. 84 like it's old AB. You know what I mean? Drop a like, man. This is content for the viewers. No agenda here. Just speaking my thoughts. So let's see what we can do here. All right, zooming in a little bit. Then again, maybe I have to peel away my expectations. All right, Nick Sirianni's press conference. Can you guys hear this? this guy lies every time. Really wasn't doing much until sort of late in the game. Why do you, why do you think that was today? Yeah, we, just, we didn't execute early on. Um, we had, we had to put the guys in better. Why is this so low? Better spots to execute. We didn't execute. And... Um, we just got to do a better job to start off the football game and get ourselves off to a fast start. And it was oh my gosh, the execution already? Are you kidding me? Scored on the first possession. 
Um, but after that, it, it fluttered all the way till the second half, uh, middle of the second half. So uh, again, um, you know, get to adjustments even quicker um, and just make sure that we're you know, we're doing our job as coaches to put them in a in good position. Why do you think that surprised you on defense? No, no, not, not really. Uh, you know, they played a little bit different coverage-wise, uh, and then they, they played a, a couple different things against the zone read, which ended up getting us to those, which which truly didn't didn't happen until about the, the second quarter, which ended up getting us to some of those runs that we got to with Miles. Why only uh, one running back carry through the first 25 plays? Why only one running back carry in the first 25 plays? Please. <laughs> oh, man, I am ready for this one. Uh, yeah, again, some of them, same thing, or RPOs, some of them, we An RPO is not a running play. I'm tired of this fool getting away with this incorrect knowledge. An RPO is not a running play. An RPO is not a running play. <laughs> like, if we look at screens as being able to get the running backs of the ball as, as running back uh, plays as well. We view the screens as getting the running backs involved. Are you telling me the same screens that get blown up every time? You mean when you threw a screen to Miles and he almost got blown out of proportion? Come on, man. Um, again, just the way the flow was going, we weren't we weren't getting we weren't getting much on the on the first one. Um, uh, again, and then the uh, and then the RPO, we weren't getting much on it either. But either way, I mean, it didn't work. Um, it, we we were we were bad in the first half, and I, I put that on me first. The lack of those designed runs does that does that put too much on on Jalen Hurts? No, I don't think so. Uh, he's been doing that. Uh, he's been doing that a long time. That his RPO game and how he reads things. So I, I don't believe that's that's an issue. Jalen Hurts should not have five rushing touchdowns. And what does Miles Sanders have? A couple? Like, are you kidding me? Jalen Hurts has more carries every game than our running back. Makes no sense. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. But when you self-scout, do you feel in this past six weeks, obviously you got to watch the film of this game, but when you self-scout, do you feel like Jalen Hurts is making the right decision, picking the right option with those RPOs? Sure, yeah, I, I do. And that's, I mean, if, if, we, if he was consistently making poor decisions, I, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be feeling comfortable to call. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not trying to keep pausing it. but What the hell is the point of an RPO if you don't? It, it might as well just be called a, uh, a PO. Or a keep it yourself. Why is it even called an RPO in the offense? It's literally a pass option or a keep it yourself option. Is this guy really this bad? Did we really see through this? I mean, this guy in it, I remember his first interview with Zang, uh, not Zangara, what's his name? Um, the guru. Uh anyway, whatever his name is. I remember his interview with him. Uh, Spadaro, Spadaro, not Zangaro, Spadaro. I remember he's talking about this and that and then and, and so much creativity and this and that. I remember it. I remember it clear as day. Did we see, did, did we get fooled, man? Come on, man. 
for him. So I do. I believe he's been making the good decisions uh, as far as where he's going with the football with that and the guy he, that the guy that he's reading. Um, you know, with with RPOs, it's actually it, it's it's a little easier to read those than it is to read a drop back pass, right, or a play action pass because you're reading one guy. Um, so I have confidence in how he's how he's reading those. Um, this weekend will be we'll we'll be able to evaluate and self self scout our offense even more with the with the extra time, and we'll be doing that. Uh, but there's no doubt our offense needs to get better and uh, and to give our team a chance to win. Nick, uh, the passing numbers weren't great uh, from a perspective. Coming in, they were top run defense, worst pass defense. I know you got to look at the film, but did you have any feel for what, why it couldn't get going? Yeah, you know, again, again, it's always starts with if us putting the guys in position to make plays. Um, and so it starts with us as coaches first to put them in the right position, go to the right player uh, with the football um, to try to get our guys going. Um, so it always starts with that. But then and then you, you always look at the execution, too. Right. It's just it's the execution and it's and it's us putting them in. The <sighs> Come on, man. Like, I'm so tired of like it. Not even just him. I'm tired in general. Like, why do we even have press conferences? We say the same things, only the same thing. Well, I got to go back and watch the tape. Well, the, the execution wasn't there. It's it's on me. I, I got to put these guys in better. Like, why do we say the same things? If I was a media member, I would say, Nick, why are you lying to us every week? Why do you keep telling us you're going to run the ball more and you don't? The only time you run it more is when you get pressured. The only time you run it back. It's, isn't it funny? This guy runs it back to back when he gets a, a pressured from the fans to give a standing ovation. Our running back got a standing ovation for running the football. <laughs> RPO equals run, question mark, pass only. That's a good one. In the right Come position. On. So there was there was definitely some missed opportunities there in the past game, uh, but it felt like there wasn't enough missed opportunity there's more that hey we just got to we get to do a better job of getting these guys in position to make plays against the defenses what changed in the fourth quarter i mean you started giving the ball to miles here. <laughs> yeah, like i said uh like i said the way they were playing in the right there in about the second what is this man saying right now he can't even finish the sentence the way they were playing what This guy doesn't even know what he's saying. What is going? Um, so it always starts with that, but then and then you you always look at the execution too, right? It's just it's the execution and it's and it's us putting them in the right position. So there was there was definitely some missed opportunities there in the past game, uh, but it felt like there wasn't enough missed opportunities. There's more that hey, we just got to we get a, do a better job of getting these guys in position to make plays against right. the defenses. What changed in the fourth quarter? I mean, you started giving the ball to Miles here. Yeah, like I said, uh, like I said, the way they were playing in the right there in about the second end of the second quarter, <laughs> into the third quarter is, is when they started playing the zone read a little bit different, um, which opened up a couple of those runs that we had called uh, for that. So it was good a good adjustment by our offensive staff getting. He to didn't those. even say anything. He literally just talked around your ear and said nothing. He said nothing at all. Come on, man. Those runs after they made a little adjustment how they were playing the zone read. So I started to get the made a costly 15-yard penalty there at the end. Why does it seem teams continually have sufficient? Yeah, that, that's that's first on me. Uh, I got to do a better job of of cleaning up all those things. Uh, we know that we can't make those self inflicted wounds. Um, you know, 
I know that. They know that. We'll continue to harp on that. We'll continue to work to get it right. Oh my gosh. Uh, but again, that was on it. That was unacceptable. Nick, it's been four weeks in a row. It's been four weeks of 15 yard penalties. That dot that's not gonna cut it for me, Nick. Go out and kick someone's ass in practice. I mean, come on. The last two weeks before this, we had four touchdowns taken away on, on penalties. Now we we have a great position to pin these guys, and we we give up a fifteen yard taunting penalty. It's it's crazy, man. No accountability. Acceptable, and the, the that that falls on me first. And so uh, I got to do a better job of getting everybody uh, doing the right things out there and keeping our composure out there. So if you're as a coaching staff, what what can Jalen do better these last two weeks uh, in your opinion? Yeah, you know, again, there was there was a couple times where we had some pressures that he had to escape out of again, but it's the same thing. We just need to we need to hone in that on being able to make some throws in the pocket first and then be able to escape. So we're always going to we're always going to be talking about that with Jalen because that's his, you know, that's where he's really good at being able to escape and make plays like he did again today. He did he did a good job of escaping and making some plays. Um so but but um, again, we're always going to be thinking about how do we get him to be the passer first and then the secondary part of it to be a, to be uh, the runner. And so that will always be a focus. And before I look at the tape, I, that's, how, that's how I feel right now about that. I'm sorry, as, as a follow up to that, besides putting players in a better position, what specifically needs to be done to sustain drives on offense? Thank you. Thank you, Zach Berman. Besides putting players in better situations, finally, a real question. Thank you. Let's see how he deflects this one. You can't have self-inflicted wounds. You can't have negative plays. Anytime you look at anything with an that offensive what, you know what that doesn't mean anything. Come on, man. We're always looking at did we there, there's some things that that really stall drives. It's sacks, it's negative plays, which is obviously sacks, it's penalties, right? It's drop passes, um, which we had a couple of those tonight. Um and it, it's yeah i said sacks already so i mean so it's those things those negative plays that put you behind the sticks like and put you in second and 10 or put you in third and eight Yeah, it's called not running the ball nick duncan thank you for the super chat man very much appreciated thank you for the support man or third and nine it's those this, it's those things most particularly of uh, the negative plays that put you put you behind it and so oh really um, it's you the know, those negative are, those plays are the things we definitely have to clean up those are again starts with us putting them in the right position so you don't get into those things but uh those are the negative things that we talk about when we when we uh, evaluate Dude, our tape and that's something that this is this is a nightmare this is doug peterson all over again this is literally double talking double talking we go over with our offense every week of hey what was our percentage on the total amount of plays with the negative plays in there and we wanted over we wanted over 85 percent that's our formula Usually when you're over 85%, you played pretty good. Last week we were around 80%, so we know that wasn't good enough. I'm assuming this week's going to be similar. Um, but that's what stalls drives out, and that's what we got. That's what we have to do a better job of. Hey, man, more six weeks, a lot better questions, questions and answers that we've been going back and forth on have been the same. We ask about why the lack of running back touches you say about the RPO. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. I don't know who's asking this question. Hold on. Let me rewind it a little bit. Yes. Yes, this is what I've been saying. Why do you keep lying to us? Oh, let's see how he deflects the hits. Oh, yes. Drives out, and that's what we got. That's what we have to do a better job of. Couple more six weeks. A lot better questions and answers that we've been going back and forth on have been the 
the same we ask you about why the lack of running back touches you say about the RPO game, you know, and that kind of thing that the quarterback's making a decision. At what point do you have to kind of reassess, um, you know, what you're doing philosophically on offense to make sure that your running backs are getting the ball? Yeah. Um, Always, I mean, we're always think we're always thinking about that. Uh, the the two the the couple plays that Miles had today that were well or long runs, those were RPOs too. Um, but we, yeah, we just we have to be able to to be able to get them touches in there. And uh, I, I don't think I, I've made that I, I've said that too before that we got to be able to make the make sure they get get their touches. Um, but again, we're we're trying to call the best play that's that's for us. This cannot be real life. This cannot be real life. I've never seen somebody tap dance an answer like that. He just he just got exposed by a media man, then lied about it, then said he was wrong, and then lied about it again. I've never seen. I mean, I mean, this is bad. This is bad. Did y'all hear what he said? He he made it a reference to throw in there as well that uh that is his runs to miles were RPOs. Okay, Nick, thank you. So we run a passing offense and then we run RPOs. We don't we don't we don't have design runs. I don't think we have design runs in the playbook. I really don't. For RPOs too, um, but we yeah we just we have to be able to to be able to get them touches in there. And uh, I, I don't think I, I've made that. I've said that too before that we got to be able to make the, make sure they get get their touches. Um, but again, we're we're trying to call the best play that's that's for us in that particular time. Um, we had called runs today; they weren't they weren't they weren't real great for us, um, and that's why we went with a little more RPO. What are you talking about? You're lying. You had one called run play that went for one yard. You had, you had one play that went for one yard, and because that wasn't good, you just stopped? You just stopped? What are you talking about? Miles averaged over six yards a carry. When you gave him the ball in the fourth quarter, he went off. Bruh. Wow. He goes with it. Say that again. Fourth and ten. That's it. Was there, there was no toss up or anything like that. It was definitely no, yeah. not with fourth and ten. <laughs> yeah, not with fourth and ten. I felt good with that decision. Oh man! So you're telling me if it was fourth and ten with a minute to go, you're down two touchdowns. You're not gonna. You're not gonna uh, go for it, bro. Bro. Fourth and ten. It's fourth and ten. That's it. That's it. It's fourth and ten. I don't want to hear what you have to say. It's fourth and ten. 
and didn't work. When the decisions, when it, when it goes right, right, it, it, it's that's fine. And when it doesn't, I I own that too. And no, that's false I because your two point conversion was idiotic as well. Own that as well, and I own that that we that we missed that. And but that that's I that's what I decided to do. I thought it was the right decision being fourth and ten. Last one, guys. That fine line a little bit with the unscripted stuff with Jalen, because that's one of his uh, greatest assets of a player. Do you get the feeling that a little bit too much of the offense is unscripted, that stuff you can't count on, yeah. foundation? On yeah, that? definitely. I mean, again, that's what we're, we're talking about with we want to be able to make some plays in the in – the Yeah, definitely. The pocket and, and – and there was a couple. There's there's too many of those. That's we're trying to get it down from whatever percentage it is. We wanted to get into that 35, 40 percent area of of you know unscripted plays. I, I'm definitely thinking tonight we were higher than that, and and that's got to change. Go ahead. I'm I'm listening. Yeah, um, this offense <laughs> runs a lot better when you have Miles Sanders involved in in the running game. I mean, not only for him but also for Jalen. Yeah, I mean. Definitely, you want to be able to take things off the quarterback at times too. And and again, sometimes it's sometimes it is with an RPO, sometimes with it's a, with a, a called run, sometimes it's with a boot or a naked, sometimes it's with a screen. Uh, those are kind of what we think as breather plays for the quarterback that he doesn't ha have to do much except just execute that that ability of that. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we want to get all our playmakers of the football. Miles is a, a playmaker; he showed that today, and, and he's no exception. All right, thanks, All right, thanks everybody. We got quiz coming yeah, so I'm I'm fully uh, on the mindset that Howie Roseman is running this football team um, because that that is exactly the kind of double talking that I heard last year with uh, with Doug, and I just can't take it anymore. I just it's absolutely sickening. Um, no answers once again. Lies. I mean, disrespect to these players. It's just, I'm so sick, man. Doug's last season, we didn't have an OC. Now we have one. Don't let him. I don't know what the OC does, man. This is just crazy. This is absolutely insane. Wow. And I'm just sick of this, man. Overall, guys, shout out to everybody for coming out. It's been an hour and a half. It's one in the morning. I'm going to go uh, try to sleep. I just, uh, I mean, I've said the same thing for an hour and a half, and I just don't have anything left to say. This coach is an imbecile. He needs to go. Howie Roseman needs to go. Jeffrey Lurie needs to sell the team. Miles Sanders should request a trade because he is being devalued. He is being disrespected. Uh, same things I always say. Jalen Hurts is inconsistent. Um, this team is trending downwards. They are not, they are not, Damn, they're not showing me any growth. They're not showing me any uh any reason to believe they're going to get better. We have talent here that's not being used. Same old things. Same old things. So, um, and, and we just listened to Nick Sirianni lie to us again, and he'll do the same thing over and over. And I, and again, going back to my main theory, I think Howie Roseman is running this team. I think he's running it into the dirt so we can get top three, top ten picks. And I think he's going to draft another quarterback. So other than that, man, thank you guys for tuning in. Much love to you. Uh, if you guys are new, subscribe, like the like the stream, push it out. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. This team is uh, is a disgrace.
Shout out to everybody for coming out. Shout out to BetQL for sponsoring. Only app you'll need to beat your sportsbook. Download their app. Use promo code RB for 25% off any subscription offering. Check all the information down in the description. Uh, that being said, Eagles fall 28-22 to in yet another embarrassment of a coaching performance. And uh, the Eagles fall to 2-4 and four on the season. And, uh, yeah, that being said, we'll see what we'll see if what gets improved next week um anyway thank you guys for coming hit the like on your way out have a great night catch you on the next one peace